Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. When I first went into business, I found out in a hurry that it was lonely at the top. If you're a CEO or business owner and you're feeling lonely at the top, then I'd like to invite you to join us at our Action Coach membership community. It's a community of like-minded business owners that help each other, build each other up, sometimes push and pull each other. If you'd like to learn more, just reach out to me at billgilliland.actioncoach.com, book a session, and I'll give you all the details. Welcome to this week's episode of Epic Entrepreneurs, powered by Action Coach Growth Partners, where we teach you how to make more money, build better teams, and find the time to do the things you went into business for in the first place. Before we get started... I'd like to talk to you today about community. Everyone wants to be part of something. And when I first went into business, I found out it was lonely at the top. I was young. I didn't really have any friends doing what I was doing. There was no one out there building businesses. It would have been nice to have had a community of like-minded business owners to work with. It's still lonely at the top, but it doesn't have to be. You see, you can join with us. You can join our Action Coach community. We meet every month in person for education, for planning, to find inspiration, for peer-to-peer coaching, to make a commitment, to get results. If that sounds interesting to you or to find out more, just reach out directly to me, Bill Gilliland. I contact infos in the notes. Or you can go to billgilliland.actioncoach.com and book a strategy session with me. And now, on to the show. Hello, my name is Sherry Brandell, and I'm the founder of Style by Color. We provide unique digital tools that help women put outfits together so they always look incredible and amazing. And I have been in this industry for a really long time, and I am just excited to be here. So, Sherry, it's great to have you. Um, Thank you. Tell us how you got into this business in the first place. Absolutely. Well, I have always been in the fashion industry, except for about a nine-month stint. And that's when I just joined a, a nonprofit for a little while and went right back. I was the girl in elementary school that I uh, found a picture recently that had the only matching dress and purse in the class photo in the second grade. And I (laughs) knew then that I was destined for something in the style and fashion industry. And so I um, immediately left high school in, I grew up in Ohio, moved to Miami, Florida, went to college there, got a degree in fashion merchandising and have been in this business ever since. So reel it back a little bit and tell us like what what was your first business? My first business, well, I had one job where I worked for someone else except for the nonprofit for that short stint, but I was a buyer and manager of a cosmetic department in Miami. I did my internship in college at a department store in their cosmetic department and then uh, got a job as the manager and buyer. And then from there, I Color Me Beautiful came on the scene, and that is a color analysis company. And I started seeing the changes that these women, these transformations that these women seemed to go through when they learned what colors looked great on them. So I ended up getting training in that and thought, I'm going to open my own business. And so I did. I opened an office 
and an image consulting firm in Coral Gables, Florida, right across from the University of Miami. And uh, my first, my niche customers were female attorneys and I figured out a way to reach them and have been in the business ever since. It's changed because now I'm, you know, North Carolina, but um, it's changed over the years, but that's how I got started. So you started with female attorneys, Mm -hmm. then what happened? What happened next? Well, I really felt like, well, I had, I had, I, I helped them with dressing. I wrapped a few clothing lines, uh, wrapped the Colorly Beautiful line uh, with cosmetics, did color analysis. And from there, I uh, things kind of happened in my personal life. I ended up selling the business, moving to Miami. I mean, moving to North Carolina. And I felt like the Lord was saying to take this message that I have for fashion into the church. And I, I really was just so like overwhelmed with that idea because I thought being a Christian woman is about inner beauty, not outer beauty. And how can I possibly connect the two? And so I literally prayed about it for seven years. I guess I'm a slow learner, but I I prayed about it for seven years. And in the middle of that, uh, someone approached me at church about joining Mary Kay. Well, because I was a makeup buyer and manager in Miami with top end lines, I was, I would call myself a makeup snob. And so I was like, there is no way I'm going to do this Mary Kay thing. But they kind of convinced me and, you know, and I wasn't really doing anything else. I was a, uh, uh, just got married to my husband. We blended family. And so I, I really just was kind of like, oh, all right, fine. I'll join. Well, I was really successful in Mary Kay, but, and I earned three pink Cadillacs in the seven years I was in the business. And um, one of the quickest to earn a car, I earned my first car within, I think, four months of being in the business, not a Cadillac, but at the time it was a Grand Prix. Then from there, like 10 months later, got the first Cadillac. And but what I did differently in that business was that I utilized my color analysis skills and my image consulting skills, specifically color analysis, though, because I was trained in that. And that, I believe, is why I I, I grew so quickly and so, and was so success, successful, but, you know, about, you know, seven years into that, I was like, okay, I am going to just step out. And so I reached out to a local ministry. It's a national ministry. Um, but I reached out to their, uh, their, the president of the company and, um, she called me back And I said, you know, this is what I do. I help women dress better and I would love to help your speaker team or can I speak or whatever. And she was they, and she was like, well, let me check with the the board. And they actually invited me to speak at their conference, which was huge. It was uh, a few months later. And um, I spoke to a group of women's ministry leaders who were sitting in the audience and uh, they gave me a breakout session after I had trained their speaker team on how to dress and present themselves on stage with their outer appearance. And um, I just started getting booking after booking after booking. The women in the audience started inviting me to their church. And I believe, I think it was almost, I think it was 52 speaking engagements I had that first year. And so it was, I was on the road all the time. And that was in 2005. And so I have been in this, I I think we're now going into our 18th year in business and things have changed and since COVID, but I'll stop talking and maybe you have a question for me. I'm sorry. I could go on and on. Well, there's going to be a lot of learnings in there, but I want to, let's, let's get to what you're doing now. 
What's okay. what? So how did you transition to the digital? All right. Well, a few years before COVID, actually not even too many years before, my husband is a web designer and he's retired from that now, but he built me a color analysis website where people could go and actually take a free color test. And along the way, we used to have fabric color swatches and he actually made all of those as well. And it got to a point where his back was like, I can't do this anymore. And he we started thinking, hey, what if we did digital color swatches that a woman could carry in her purse? And uh, so he designed those. And we uh, were, I I've also have a Christian Image Consultant Training Academy and a Color Analysis Academy. And so I train women to be stylists and some to be color consultants. And so we have them that utilize this tool for their clients as well. And so, um, so it was kind of one of those things. So when COVID hit and all speaking ceased, as you know, I was really just sitting one day in the afternoon on the couch and I, I was doing so much, you know how you'd say, Bill, and I've been thinking about this, you said something to me this week um, on, you need to be working at least five hours on your business, not in your business. And so at that time I was working in, I, I just was always working in it, I feel like. And because I was always doing the things, right? To keep up with the next thing. Well, when COVID hit and all of, you know, I was planning, you know, prior to that, I was preparing speeches and booking travel. And I mean, I was so busy. I didn't have to think about where was my next dollar coming from because it was what what it was. And my husband um, was semi-retired. He was helping us in the business, but because he's had a back injury years ago, I have been responsible for, for, you know, where do we bring that money in? Like, how do we do it? He helped me in the business, right? But then it got to a point where he was, you know, his back was too, it was hurting too much. And so all the things. So anyway, I, I thought, okay, what am I going to do now? And I sat down and I thought one day and I, I just asked the Lord again, like, you got to give me a new idea because <laughs> this is going, I, I don't know how we're going to eat. And it was that afternoon that I just started journaling and writing. And I came up with this idea on what if we could provide a digital tool for women to help them know how to put outfits together because it is our number one requested item. I had done some research and I said, what's your biggest problem? What's the, what's the thing that you have the hardest time with? And without a doubt, over, I think we, we uh, had surveyed over a thousand women. I think 90% was, I don't know how to put outfits together. And they all think they have too many clothes, but they don't have enough clothes, you know, all the things. And so I, um, I just started designing out, writing out, like, how could I do this? There were a couple other businesses that do this but none to the level that I designed that afternoon because of our color code system. I designed six of them, not just one. So all our competition, they have one, right? For everybody. Ours, I was like, well, if you have gray hair, you need this one. If you have red hair, you need this one. If you've got, you know, black hair and blue eyes, you need this one. And there were six different ones. So I designed it, took it to, to I think had one assistant at the time and um, she's no longer with us. I hired someone uh, a year later who is like literally rocked my world. She's so amazing. But we went from my one assistant that I had at the time to now we have nine or 10 independent contractors that work for us. So that digital product changed everything. 
I even took speaking off of my calendar this year. I have, I, cause speaking's back, right. But I'm leading my team. I'm, you know, I hired you to help me because I'm, I, we've, we've just grown so much, but such good things. Well, that, yeah, that's, that's super awesome. So basically you are using your color training that you've always done yeah. to, and making it possible and teaching women how to get the right clothes and then also how to match them together so that they look great. That is correct. And one thing I didn't say is I also realized a few years into my speaking, so about 2007, that the the color system that I was using was not an, enough. So I actually designed my own color analysis system. We call it the color code system. And so, um, so that was a whole other thing that I designed over these uh, past years. So what... What have been some key learnings that you've had over the last, say, what would you say last five years? Okay. Number one, I think you have to diversify. You cannot depend on one way to make money. I think that's true for not just entrepreneurs, but I think it's true for people who live in the corporate world uh, or, you know, that go to corporate. That job might end just like we all experienced I didn't work corporate. I, I was a speaker and that ended. And so you have to come up with ways to diversify. Um, Another learning is that I had to realize I could not do everything myself. And it's a hard thing. You know, you hear that, I heard that when I was in Mary Kay, they said, you know, you know, get a housekeeper, get, you know, have somebody help you, even if it's a few hours a week, do whatever, because those hours that you're spending cleaning your house or, you know, are hours that are billable, you know, you could be doing something to make more money. And that was a really hard thing because I'm like, well, it's not going to take me too long to clean my house, but you know, I mean, I mean, it takes long, but you know what I mean? And I'm like, and so learning those kinds of things to to really hire people to help um, has changed things. And always I depend on the Lord for guidance. That really is my number one. So there are three learnings right there. Actually, there's four in there. You, yeah. you, had, you had one. You, yeah. You, so mm-hmm. so the first I, I'm going to rearrange them. So the first one is you got to trust the Lord. Yeah. The second one was to diversify. You need multiple streams of income. And uh, I think that's a great lesson for everybody. And, and you may have a, a job and then you may need uh, to have some investments. Um, you may have some passive investments, some active investments, which would be, you know, some other entrepreneurial activities, things like that. So I think that's a, a, a great, um, a great lesson. And you can't do everything yourself um, is great, which basically means you have to, you have to find people who are better at the things that you are uh, not great at the one that you kind of casually mentioned and didn't 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 make it a bullet point is that you, you need to analyze your time and figure out how to best use your time. Like maybe house cleaning isn't the best use of your time. You know, it might be better to hire someone to clean your house so that you can focus on something. Because I, I don't know about you, but I, I I'm not very good at cleaning my house. I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's someone who's actually an expert at that who we can pay 
you know, an hourly rate and we can make more doing what it is that we're good at. So there's actually four really good lessons in the three that you gave us. So that's, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. What's going on now? What do you believe are the challenges and the opportunities out there now for Style by Color? Now we are scaling and we are tightening everything up, back end, measuring, really looking at is our, is what we're saying, uh, all across the board. Do our landing pages say the thing? Are our resources, our free resource, is everything? Does my YouTube channel line up with what I'm training? You know, my VIP community, just across the board. And because I have a lot of different things in this business, you know, sometimes it's, you know, you forget a few things here and there, and I think it's caught up to us. And so I chose a word for this year, it's excellence. And so I want to be excellent in everything I do and in every area of my business. So what does that mean? It means spending a lot of money. First of all, I'll be honest with you. And that kept me up a little bit at night for a few, you know, a few hours. We're going to call that, we're going to call that investing money. I like it. Yeah, I like it. So that's what we're doing this year, investing money. (laughs) And investing to well, it, it, to be excellent, it's going to require an investment of time and money. It does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So um, well, tell us some of your plans. Well, one of my plans, well, first plan, I hired a coach and a consultant. I hired you as my business coach and I hired a consultant to go and look at all the nuts and bolts of our business. What do we need to fix where? Uh, number, th- uh, I would say that's first two. Another thing I've done is I'm better. I'm being better at self-management. I'm writing my list. I'm writing my wins. I write out what are my three wins today? Uh, What do I want to accomplish tomorrow? I'm not making my to-do list overwhelming because that just never seems to get done. And so I've got a great calendar system I'm using. I mean, it's a cheapy. It's but like I I love calendars. And so I'm, I'm just being better at self-managing and you taught me that word because I had asked you, how can I be more disciplined? You're like, yeah, it's more like self-management. And it was like a slap between the eyes, like, whoa, that's on me. So (laughs) that's what I'm doing. And here we are. I love that. I love that. So there's good lessons here. Again, these are more lessons. Um, Celebrate your wins. I mean, actually acknowledge that there are wins every day. I think in America and maybe around the world, we're, we're about achieving. And so we're like, what's next? What's next? What's next? We don't stop and say, well, hang on. That really was a win. Um, I love this, the, the small to achieve list. Um, the things you, you want to get done. I, I believe in having a big list and then taking things off of it and putting it on a small list. Um, and oh, so, I have that too. I yeah. Do. Well, yeah, we're not look, but we don't look at the hundred thing list every right. day. Right. You know, we only look at the hundred thing list when we need something you know, when we, when we, when we, when we don't have the three that we need to get done and then, uh, you know, running a tight calendar is a, is a, is a, is a great thing. So, and I think it's a good lesson for everybody out there to understand that for your business to get better, you have to get better. So if you're not working on yourself, you're likely, your business is not likely getting better as well. Right. Um, I, I think that's awesome. So, um, tell us a little bit about how people, can can get to this to, to you and get to the color test or the color sure. code. I'm sorry. Thank you. Stylebycolor.com. 
you'll find all the resources there. And when they go to Style by Color, we're, they're going to they're gonna find the, this? They're going to find, yes, they'll find a way to take the free color test. They will find my YouTube channel. Just scroll down and there are sections. It should be very clear for uh, everyone to kind of see exactly um, where to find us. And uh, YouTube channel every Saturday. Uh, we have one at 11 o'clock. We do t- take two weeks off at Christmas. So we've done that, but we're back this week. And um, we just really help women to feel better about who they are and how they look and make it easy. And we're not the pie in the sky fashion people that you cannot look like. We are right there helping the woman who looks just like us. And um, that's what we do. Yeah, no, that's 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 awesome. Well, any last thoughts before we wrap the show up? Let me say this to the entrepreneurs. And this is just something that came to me. I don't start my day. Today, I started at 930 because I needed to be on this show. But I don't start my day, my office day until 10 o'clock. Because in the morning, I'm up early. I'm up sometimes six, yesterday four, you know. But I spend time with the Lord. I do my devotionals. I also exercise. And I think that that is important. And exercise, I don't like to, I, if I if it's cold, I'm not, well, I'm, I'm dancing. I like to dance. And so that's what I do in my own house. I have a, a, a thing that I use. But I think sometimes entrepreneurs think, oh my goodness, we have to, we have to work these 12 hour days. I don't believe that. I believe do for yourself, get yourself good, get yourself right. And then you've got the energy. So I, that's what, and I dress up, I even, I work from home, but I dress up every day. I, I, I don't wear sweats because I am not effective and efficient when I wear comfortable clothes. I mean, they're comfortable, but you know what I mean? Like ratty clothes. I, and so that's what I do. So that's my last minute of thoughts. I think that's fantastic advice. You got to take care of your spiritual, your mental, and your physical if you're going to be. You're no good to the to the world or the or your team or to the to your customers if you uh, don't take care of yourself first. Right, it's, and it's, I do try to take every Friday off. Wonderful. Doesn't always happen, but I try. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. That's great advice. Well, look, Sherry, this has been brilliant. We've we've jumped around. I think we probably need to have you back at some point. So uh, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. So appreciate it. And until next time, all the best. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Epic Entrepreneurs. Here's four things you can do. First, you can listen every week on Biz Radio Mondays at one. Second, you can subscribe to the podcast. Hey, you get it. The more subscribers we have, the more cool things we can offer you. Three, you can also go out and give us a five-star rating everywhere. And number four, if you'd like a free copy of my book, The Coach Approach, Five Principles to Build an Epic Business, just go to giftfrombill.com. It's your roadmap to building your epic business. That's giftfrombill.com. Until next time, all the best. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.